This is Unclaimed Bands, show 198. Hey music listeners, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands, and tonight my guests are Death of Paris. Uh, welcome. Hey, hey guys, what's up? How you guys doing today? Great. We're good. Can I, uh, can I get you guys to introduce yourselves and tell us what you do in the band? Yeah, um, my name is Jaina and I sing. And I'm Blake and I play guitar and keyboards. Okay, okay, cool. Now I know we got a couple other people missing. Uh, do you just want to give their names and what they do? Yeah, um, we've got John who plays drums and Patrick who plays guitar. Nice, nice. Well, I'm sorry they couldn't be here, but I'm glad I have the two of you. Um, They're in spirit. Y- yes, they are. They're in spirit. Now, that doesn't mean you guys have killed them, right? Nothing like that, right? <laughs> no, it's only it's no it's early okay. in the week. Oh, early in the week. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, tell you what, before we get into everything, why don't we let people listen to some of your music? Um, what are we going to let them listen to first? Um, let's let them listen to Give and Take first. All right, cool. This is Give and Take.
All right, that was Give and Take. Guys, tell me a little bit about that song and maybe also the video, too. Yeah. Jaina, go ahead. Yeah, um, we uh, we just released a video for that song. Um, we did, like, a mock Battle of the Bands. We uh, we shot it at a drive-in theater in town in, um, in South Carolina. And um, we just... We've played Battle of the Bands in the past, and they're always really awkward and really political and really you just it's hard to win them and it always feels like there's some other something shady going on behind the scenes so we're like a lot of the times we say like you know this this battle would be so much easier if we could just actually like fight the other band so (laughs) we decided to do a video um where we just went to battle with a bunch of fake bands um and the song itself is about um kind of in the same vein as that as like a fighting spirit but it's i guess being um resilient in the face of someone continuously taking advantage of your help yeah it was a lot of fun too (laughs) making the video for this i actually uh got punched in the face uh really um and i thought that's real blood in it it it, it definitely yeah i only because i'm not really uh, a fighter per se so uh you know i, I, oh, I thought maybe it was because the special effects budget was low and you just had to bleed for real <laughs> yeah we ran out of it we had to make some tough calls there in the end yes especially when i'm in my fight scene i get hit and the first thing that Jana says is hey make sure you get that on film <laughs> blood pouring out of the nose yeah, nice. like, that looks really real sorry blake but we're gonna film this. Oh my god, too funny! I well, I, I was, I was kind of, I'm kind of disappointed now. I didn't know that uh, what Nova Star isn't real. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, for Nova, yeah. The, yeah, we, that's right. <laughs> yeah, there's um, there's four bands that that we fight. Um, there's What the Folk. That's like this. <laughs> I, I love guess, that like name. Mumford and Sons esque, like just banjo americana tent revival like um <laughs> and when there was uh yeah who was the other one supernova it was they're like a bunch of dads a bunch of um aged rockers um, still like living their glory days you know you, yeah. you never encounter that on the road do you never <laughs> well that's the thing and then see who were the other ones that we had oh uh forever sad is just this really emo like overly seen band and then um later in the song bradley chadley comes in who's supposed to be this like just douchey singer songwriter um yeah and it's all I mean, we kind of made the video like it's a it's a band's video. It's for like musicians and bands because they'll get it. Like everybody sees those bands somewhere, and we even like chose the fonts specifically for them. Like um, the uh, Supernova band. Supernova has... had like Bleeding Cowboy, which is like the most used font ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I give you a lot of credit that that the song was entertaining, and then. You know, I really liked it, and then going and watching the video was just uh, was just extra right on top of that. So I, I really recommend that for everybody out there. Uh, when we're done with the interview, go check that out. Um, how did you guys get together? How did this all start? You want to take that one, Blake? Gosh, uh, many moons ago. Um, 
uh, Jane and I were in a, in a band previous to this and, um, a couple of the, the band members, uh, ended up, you know, graduating from school, moving out of town, getting, getting real jobs. And Jane and I didn't want to do that. We didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to. Well, we saw that as settling. <laughs> so, um, so instead of that, we decided, Hey, we still have this urge to write more music and, and keep putting out music, you know, let's just start another project. And, you know, we started writing songs and, uh, and eventually that's what evolved into death of Paris. And yeah, we uh, actually like accidentally wrote an album, like dealing <laughs> with uh, the fact that our band was done. And like, yeah, it was really weird how it all kind of fell into place. Yeah. Well- well, with that in mind, I have to ask about Death of Paris. I'm assuming you don't plan on touring in Europe anytime soon, at least not Paris, right? How did you guys come up with that we name? We would like to. We have French fans. It's not It's not anything against Paris at all. It's actually like celebrating it. Um, it's We came up with the idea when we were thinking of a band name. We wanted it when we wanted our name to be an idea and not just, just, not just random words thrown together and we um we started it was a conversation over like hookup culture and the chase and um started talking about like what symbolizes love and this and that and we started talking about paris being like this the most iconic like symbol of love and romance and um then we were like what if you know imagine that city in like ruins and it kind of is just a play on the death of romance yeah Ideas like that, um, chivalry, you know, older concepts of love that have seemed to kind of devolve over over time. But yeah, we're, we definitely think we'll be probably trying to play in in Europe soon. We've been submitting to a lot of uh, opportunities to tour Paris, France, and hopefully, you know, they see the name and 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 don't, you know. Yeah, they're just gonna think very cosmopolitan. No, I, I think you guys would. I didn't. I didn't think that the name was a was a a, a smack against Paris. I just no, had to ask a lot about of it. Think that it's like against Paris Hilton or something. <laughs> Jeez, well, hell, that's a rally cry. A lot of people could get behind. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a spinoff uh, spinoff thing with uh, Death to the Kardashians or something. Wow. You know? oh, I'm not even gonna go there. Hey, yeah, that could be our side project. There you go. <laughs> yeah, maybe something to talk about the, the acoustic act right yeah there you go hey. acoustic with a k of course <laughs> you know one of the things I, I wanted to ask uh was i was reading through your bio and right from the very beginning you know you talk about how uh people's misconception about pop and, and, and maybe not even misconceptions but pigeonholing it and saying that it's you know it's either this or that it's either the lowest common denominator there's no real feeling to it whatever um what do you think that you bring, your band brings to that genre of music or the music industry that we don't see in other performers? I think when you're listening to Death of Paris, what what you get when you think of pop music, well, when you think of pop music as a whole, you think it's something that uh, might come out generic or sterile or or something like that. And yeah, like you're right what you said about it, maybe catering to the lowest common denominator. The difference is, I think, with Death of Paris is that I think we have uh, an honesty and like a genuine nature to the music that we make that might not be so prevalent in modern pop music today. 
And um, I think it really shows through in the music that, you know, every word that we write and every uh, chord that we play is uh, is coming from from the heart and not from anywhere else. Gotcha. So, I, I mean, too, I'm sorry, go ahead. I think, um, I think like our performance wise, like our live shows, though, I think people like if they come to see us like we on our tour that we just um, got home from, some people were like, you know, you're a pop band. Like we didn't think you'd be like that live. And I guess a lot of times you'll see pop artists and it's like someone singing with a track or they're not, there's not a band or it's just more choreographed. And, but we're like, we perform like it's, we're like a punk band behind pop music. Like we're very <laughs> energetic and like all over the place. And we try to do like a rock, give a rock and roll show, but it comes out as pop music. No, it's good. I mean, that, I think that's part of it. I think that pop music gets, like you said, it gets a bad rap um, by what I think are completely, uh, we'll say, you know, from the manufactured and more lazier of artists um, that, that will play to a track and, 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 you know, maybe don't play their own instruments, you know, uh, or anything else like that, where you guys are a real band, you write your own material. It's not like there's someone manufacturing songs that go, this would be really good for your style. So, um I mean, I, I kind of knew that one going in, asking the question, but I wanted to see what you had to say about it. Because I, I like what you what you guys have done. I listened to everything I could on SoundCloud. Awesome. Thank you. So, you know, um, how would you think, I mean, you guys have been around since 2010, and you've been in other bands as well, too. How do you think your uh, music has uh, progressed since the first time when you guys first started playing till now? What do you think has been the overall kind of uh, maturity development if you will, of your music? Well, I think it's really, we found our sound as a band. Um, when we first started the band, it was just Blake and I. We did a whole album by ourselves. Um, and all the songs on the first album were, I wouldn't say they're different genres, but they were very different um, from each other, but enough to... What Janet's probably trying to say is, on that uh, on that record, um a lot of the songs might not have been as cohesive as this this new record, and um, and the real difference is, like she said, the first uh, record that we did was just me and her putting everything together, playing all the parts, and and, and putting to, putting them together on a full length album. On this uh, most recent record that we did, Gossip, it was actually us as a four piece band with the additional members. And it was, you know, you get from that you're getting like the collaborative effort uh, of all the members put in, and everyone's different styles and influences kind of coming together into like a melting pot. Um, and so along the way, you know, we feel like we've been playing a lot of shows every year, really getting better at <laughs> at playing music and 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 maturing in that way, not just from a songwriting perspective, but also just a musicianship uh, perspective too. Um, and really, really dialing in what our sound can be. Gotcha. Gotcha. Let's, uh, let's think, see if we can get her back in here. looks like she's oh, in I'm the back, room. I'm back. Okay. I don't know what happened. There I'm you sorry. go. But Blake, Blake took over that one for you. <laughs> he jumped I'm sure in. He did. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, why don't we uh, take a pause and let everybody listen to another song? Uh, what are we going to let them hear this time? This next one is Shut Up and Kiss Me.
Okay, this is Shut Up and Kiss Me. You, you need me. Too many thoughts block our chemistry. Don't overthink. Stumbling over every single thing. Am I talking too fast?
Alright, the song was Shut Up and Kiss Me. My guests are Death of Paris. Hey, hey. What, what's the best place for people to go and keep in touch with you guys and find out what's going on? Well, we have deathofparis.com, um, of course. But our, we're really active on our social media, um, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Those are all good places to start. Yeah, all our usernames are all the same. It's at Death of Paris, just about anywhere you go. Um, and yeah, and of course, like she said, the website deathparis.com has everything in one place too. Nice, nice. Um, so this one's for both of you. Uh, obviously, all of them are for both of you, but I definitely want to answer from each one of you. What's the first record you remember buying? You can go first, Blake. I think. The very first record that I ever purchased was um, was the the Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> what? Yeah, it really was. It really was. Of all the things, I was not expecting you to say yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. Uh, and, you know, if that gives any clue into musical taste now. But, yeah, I mean, you know, of course they had songs like Peaches and Lump, you know, the, the hits, but I really liked a lot of the other songs on that record, too. And uh, their quirky kind of style really appealed to me. And um, actually, that was my first tape, really. So, Okay, Jana, what about you? I, well, my, I bought, the first time I bought music, I bought two records at the same time. And it was No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom and Mariah Carey Music Box. So I was super confused from the get-go. <laughs> <laughs> but I think in the same time, that kind of really sums up my influences in both of those records. Okay, okay. This is a judgment-free zone, so don't everybody worry about it. No, he's making fun <laughs> of nobody here. Um, hey, you know, uh, your your last record was in 2013, Gossip. Uh, are you guys working on any new music? We are. We are. Um but it's kind of top secret. <laughs> well, I, I didn't want the you know the plans to the H bomb here, but uh, are, yeah, are no, you... we we are working on new music. Um, we just played some new music out on our tour, um, and uh, we're going to be releasing music pretty soon. So, okay, are you guys planning trying, to... trying it out live, giving it a little test run. Yeah, if you want to see some of the new music. You'll have to come see the shows. Well, yeah. that that's the best way to see a band is go oh, yeah. and experience the music. <laughs> go see them live, and I encourage everybody listening to go see this band. Uh, <laughs> check the schedule on on the um, on the website. I saw, saw it there, and uh, definitely go check them out because that way you can get stuff signed. You can meet them. It's it's all these wonderful things. Don't sit in front of your computer all the time, people. Get out. <laughs> hey. Um, with with the new music, I'm just going to ask you this: Is it going to be you playing a record, EP, you know, full thing? What? Or still It'll up in the air? Hmm. It'll be an EP. EP. Okay. Cool. Well, we'll, we'll keep everybody keep an eye out for that. You know, and um, you know, with all the touring that you do, what would you say has been the um? And either one of you have an answer for this. Don't matter. What What do you think has been the craziest thing that's ever happened to you guys on tour? <laughs> All right, Jana, you can start this one. No, 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 you start. You start. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, okay, fine. I will start. Okay, so one of our third or fourth tours we did was a really long tour, um, and we found ourselves in Cincinnati, Ohio. 
<laughs> and uh, <laughs> so after playing a, an amazing venue and everything, we first started to go. Uh, the band that we played with was like, hey, you can come stay at our house and we'll give you a place to crash. Anyway, so we said, cool, let's go over there. We got over to the band's house and they brought us inside and apparently they were having a party and we were just trying to pass out because we were so tired from the drive and playing the show. And they're like, oh, no, no, you guys aren't up here. Let me take you down to uh, where you guys are, are staying. And so let us down into this basement. And uh, so we went down to this basement and literally it was like, Kesha's basement. I mean, it was like what Kesha's nightmares are made of. Yes, I mean, <laughs> we were talking beer cans all over the floor, and no, the actual roaches cleared a path for us. Is when they we got did. to the as we walked, stuff. they made a little path for us, and we're like, oh, okay. And then the guy's like, yeah, if you guys need to go, like, use the bathroom, or whatever, it's right over there in the corner. And we look, and in the corner of this big room, it's just a commode, like sitting there, no, no wall, no walls, room just, in yeah. the room. And uh, so as soon as we did that, we were like, band meeting right now. We're going right back upstairs. So we go outside, and we're like, we're not, we can't do this. we got to find a hotel. And we called around, couldn't find any other place that was open. We finally found a place. And what was it called, Janet? Parkway Inn, right? I think, yeah, something like that. Anyway, we went there to this hotel. We rolled up. No one's there. No one is even in the parking lot. We finally go inside and there's like a little kid behind the behind the uh counter probably like 14 and so no one else is there and he's like well i can give you guys a room for 75 or if you want to stay until monday uh i could just give you uh two days for 75 how does that sound and we were like whatever let's just do it we don't have we're not playing on Sunday, let's just stay and explore. I'm pretty sure that that guy murdered whoever was working there. Yeah. Anyway, so so we're still the only people at this hotel. It's really dark. We don't really know what's going on. We get up to our floor, and there's no air in the like no AC, nothing. It's just like stagnant hot air that's just billowing through. Like the the windows are open, and the whole hallway is just like hot air. So we're like, okay, let's check out our room. We go in our room, and someone had been there before us. Like, there's trash <laughs> trash can and, uh, you know, what else? There's, like, mold and stuff like that. And at this point, we are just like, no, let's just get out of here. Or I mean, we'll just pass out, stay the night, whatever. Get up in the morning and try to find another place. We finally get up the next day just to go explore the city because we have another day. And they're literally like prostitutes like standing outside the front door of the hotel uh just like <laughs> hanging out and they look busted up like they've got seriously like track no, going on were... <laughs> arms and i'm like hey guys let's uh go for a swim in the pool we look over the pool is like rotting there's like no water <laughs> in it and it's uh <laughs> there's no uh there's no water and it's just like uh, like some sort of plant life has has been growing in it and uh, so that was our experience in since. No, it's bad because it looked worse during the day. Than yeah, the you know, hotels bad when it looks worse in the daytime. Than <laughs> the so yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Pretty intense. I mean, I could do a really fast one. Like we, I mean, we've had we've seen some like really, we've had some crazy horrifying things happen like that. Like pretty sure we stayed in a hotel where there had been a murder maybe the day before because there was. 
Uh, I mean, that's another that's another time. But um, <laughs> we we have like some ups with our stuff too. Like we played this um this show once in Charleston, and sometimes you get treated like they might they think your band is bigger than it is, and you get like all this top shelf flicker and like we were we I don't know we played this after party and then it was like the room was nothing but models and it was just very strange I don't know it's really one extreme or another or the other when you're on tour like you either you either sleep in a hotel room that someone was murdered in or you're like drinking like Maker's Mark with a model <laughs> really no in between yeah. yeah yeah it's like, kind of like you know either or right yep yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Okay. That's some. That's some new. Uh, new stuff. I. I haven't heard those stories or stories like that before. <laughs> um, you know, as as we wind things down here, where do you guys want your band to be in three years? Where do you Where do you think it's going to be? Where do you want? I want to play be? the UK. I want to play in the UK. I I have personal goals <laughs> that I want to play over there. I really want to play the O2 Academy and see how our music would do over there. For sure. Nevertheless, I think I want to be touring full time anyway. Uh, just yeah, you know, constantly absolutely. on the road, constantly just hitting the road, playing, playing shows, and and connecting with new people every night. Nice, nice. I think I think both of those are attainable dreams for your band, and I wish you all the best of luck with that, especially getting over to the UK. Um, is there anything? You guys want to say to your fans before we uh, we call it, call it a night for this? Yeah, thank you to everyone who's who's been checking us out recently and sticking with us all these years too. And especially thank you for everyone who's been sharing our brand new music video and and it's gotten so many likes. So we're so excited that people are into it and checking it out. Yeah, we just. We've had a we've had a really good year, and we're just, we're excited for things that we're working on that nobody knows about yet. And yeah, we're just we're excited to get back on the road, and just thankful everyone's been so good to us this year, and, and as long as we've been a band. Nice. Well, guys, look, I want to thank you for taking time to do the interview. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you for having us. And I want to thank you for uh, submitting to Reverb Nation. That's the only way I get to. You know, experience and find more bands like yourselves, unless you. Yeah, you know. Reverb Nation is amazing. We we love Reverb Nation. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> cool. Uh, everybody out there, my guests have been Death of Paris. Make sure after this interview, you go right to the website, check it out, uh, listen to some more of their music, and certainly check out all the videos if you haven't already. You definitely have to do that. And then, of course, there is no excuse now. You know about this band. Go see them when they hit hit the uh, hit the stage in your neighborhood, okay? Or drive, okay? You can drive a little bit. It's good to, good to drive a little bit for, for a good show, people. Trust me. Um, until next time, uh, this is Sean from Unclaimed Bands. Thanks, guys. The statements, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals and in no way reflect the views of Unclaimed Bands, its parent company, or subsidiaries.